I am Eric. He is Paul. We are Cushy, and this is the Fat Packs Podcast. What's up, Paul? Sa, dude. How you doing, man? man? I'm doing well. You doing good? Yeah, man. You awake? You good? Uh, you you functioning? Awake. I've had my monster. Doesn't you had your necessarily monster? mean I'm awake, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm doing better than I was a few minutes ago. Okay, awesome. I'm playing a little bowling. I am. Yeah, I am. It's a new thing of mine. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of. That's why it. your thumb is hurt because you're it, always. It could be. It's called a uh, Strike Skills Edition. Yeah. And um, I don't have any skills, but it's fun to do. <laughs> Something to pass the time sometimes. You have any nunchuck skills, bow, cast, bow staff skills? Or no, anything man. Like that? But you know what's scary, though? What's that? My, uh, my eight-year-old is doing karate. Yeah. And he just started with nunchucks. Oh, yeah? And that's a little scary. <laughs> that is a little scary. I had a pair of nunchucks. I had, a nunchuck, I had nunchucks or noonchucks. I don't know. How, how do you say it? Noon, I don't know. Uh, I don't pay attention. Uh, I, had the, I, had I was a pair I'm too busy playing bowling <laughs> during the uh, karate lessons. I had those and... Uh, I had a throwing star. Oh, okay. And one day my sister upset me, so I threw said throwing star at her head. Right, because that's what it's that's what it's called. Exactly. That's what you do. That's with what it. you did. And yeah. no kidding, it went right by her head, and I probably got in trouble. I probably, <laughs> I probably <laughs> got in trouble. Probably so. It was a, a scary thing. Uh, anyways, we're here to talk about sports cards, collectibles, and all things fun. Really, yeah, really fun. Yeah, why not? Fun things. Yeah, I'm good with so that. Uh, let's kick off the show with a little new uh, new products and new pricing. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna save the best for last. I'm gonna go through. I got four things. Okay. I'm gonna save my favorite for last. Okay. All right. Let's, do it. Um, let's start off with Stadium Club Soccer. Stadium Club, Club Soccer. Yes. From Tops, I assume. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Now there were only about 43, 45, somewhere in that range of box. It's kind of a lower end. Sixteen packs, eight cards per pack. Autos are two per case. Ooh, tough. So it's definitely like a lower-end collectible type thing. Okay. So it's cool, but again, it's Stadium Club. Photography is fantastic, so check it out. Um, NT College Football drops on Friday. That's what I'm digging. That You are digging that. I'm digging that. Uh, 375 a box, pretty much the same setup. Six autos or mems, uh, one base or one parallel per box. Um, it's loaded, and you know we'll talk a little bit more probably in this, during the show about week one in the NFL. There's some good rookies out there right now. So, Absolutely, yes. Um, that product will be loaded and will be good to go. Um, 2017 Tops Walking Dead, season seven. Season seven. That is out. Um, 80 bucks a box, 24 packs, eight cards per pack, two hits per box. It's a real, uh, it's a real killer of a set. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, had to. Okay. <laughs> had to, man. Just uh, never mind. Anyway. And then my personal favorite, and I've watched no less than 10 breaks of this so far, dropped yesterday, 2017 Panini Spectra Football. This stuff's just sharp, man. Looks a lot like last year's. Uh, set up very similar to last year's, four packs, four cards per pack. 
280 box. Okay. Four autos, seven mem, one or two base cards, depending on how the box breaks out. Okay. And just banging, man. Seen some crazy one of ones already come out. Uh, some dual auto patches and stuff, man. That stuff. I, I enjoy it. It was a. Uh, it was all over the place last night. Uh, you find a breaker and it was there. Oh uh, yeah. You know, so that, that was what was going on. I know. Uh, I know Keller over at Top Shelf Breaks had a, had a massive thing going on. I'm sure that. Uh, uh, Monster breaks had a good thing going on, so it it was all over the place. It was fun to watch. Uh, I even saw one break, mm-hmm. six one of ones out of one case. That's crazy, man. Six one of ones. That's a whole. I mean, that's a whole lot of. But what does that say about the value of a one of one now, though? Well, yes and no. I mean, I guess it, you know. I guess with every you know every insert set, every card has a one of one for that. So right, right. Um, but still, that's what everybody's shooting for. So everybody I, gets yeah. excited about it. Yeah, so it's fun. Um, you know, you're not gonna whether it's a Christian McCaffrey autograph one of one or a logo jersey Nike swoosh, you're gonna want either one of those. Sure. You're you gonna know? want one of those. Yeah. Definitely. Um well, only thing new pricing wise is I, I yelled before we came in here to the pricing team. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I said I said, Is there any new pricing at all? And uh Matt took his headphones off and he uh he said, What? Like an old man does. And then I asked the question again. And he is informed he, me. What's that? Is he the oldest in the department? No, Steve's by oh, far that's the right, oldest. That's right, Steve was actually uh, 63 years old in 1927. So okay, I got Steve's you. I got hanging out here okay. uh, just on air conditioning and life support. I got gotcha. you. So uh, Matt says that he's going to have Force, uh, not Force Awakens, uh, Journey to the Last Jedi. That yes. He's going to have Journey to the Last Jedi price today. Word. So that'll be live tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I think right and now we're kind of in a dry spell, man. A lot of mm-hmm. things aren't, there's not enough out there to price. Right. Or we're just, you know, working on other magazines and getting other stuff done. Right. So. I'm working on the hockey magazine that goes live next, or the it's due to the printer next week. So I'm working on that. I know you you guys just got done with football. We did. There seems to be a magazine every week. Like There is. You know. There is. It keeps our schedule pretty busy, which I'm not complaining of. It, nope. It's fine with me. I like it. Um, well. Schedule busy equals yeah. dollars for us equals more buffets. So yeah, it all works bad. out. More buffets. It's all good. It's all all good. Uh, speaking of buffets, you and I just got back from Vegas. That was a buffet. That was a lot of fun. It was, it was a buffet, a smorgasbord, if you will, of uh, of two different very sh- two, two very different shows. Oh yeah, for sure. But both of them equally great in their own right. Yeah, I mean, I was just amazed i don't get amazed too often mm-hmm. and i was amazed with both of the shows both both entities that we were at in vegas were just awesome that's right they, that's they, awesome. they absolutely were uh we we did have a giveaway to do for um our clark toys episode we had uh three chase figures from the uh, madden mcfarland set we did um and i will announce those in a little while okay i'm not gonna announce them right now okay not yet all no, right what but we are gonna announce the winners later in the show perfect um, Perfect. So we got that going. Then the Pawn Stars uh, episode. You know, sometimes in life you get disappointed by things. Uh, people treat you indifferently, or uh, they, they they act they they big time you a little bit. But that didn't happen here. The people that we worked with uh, were awesome, and they were they were uh, chum. We couldn't make happen. Uh, it it really wasn't from lack of trying. No, he's a busy dude. Yeah, he was just busy. He's a busy dude, yeah. and you know, 
I get it. Yeah. On some level, I get it. Yeah. So. Uh, that w- that wasn't a shot at Chum, but that it just didn't happen. Yeah, it just didn't so, happen. But a uh, good thing there is we, we were invited back so we can go back and hopefully work that out in the future. No, the best thing there uh-huh. is that Chumley at least owns a fat pack t-shirt. He does own a fat pack t-shirt. So that's kind of cool. That's, that's good. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Sam again and the girls uh, behind the merchandise counter. I promised you a fat pack t-shirt and that will happen. I thought her name was Red. (laughs) Red. Red. (laughs) Uh, So uh, what's up, Sam, and uh, other ladies, and Seth, who helped us out as well. Um, yeah, I, mean, I wanted. We should have had him on the show, man. Seth was great. He like he like knows the family. Mm-hmm. He was like he was funny. He's like, yeah, I've been to one of Rick's weddings. Yeah, and, like that you know, was he funny. was kind of a funny statement. He's like eighteen year old kid, just kind of out there, whatever, sure. just chilling. Right, and uh, has a cool job. <laughs> yeah, he had a real cool job. Yeah, working working there in the shop. Uh, what else was happening, man? Uh, we we went to the buffet a lot. We did. It was good. We did. We it was good. Definitely got the belt extenders on the way home yeah. <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> but uh, just a big thank you to uh, Steve Grad again for help, helping us get up there. Yep, yep. And uh, thanks uh, to Jeremy Murray over uh, in the grading department for hooking us up with the uh, the hotels and everything and, and doing all that legwork for us. We got there and everything ran pretty smoothly. So uh, thank sure. you, thank you to everyone who helped participate in that. We uh, really hope you listen to those shows. Both of them are really good in their own right. Uh, two different, two very different subject matters, but two interesting shows to say the least. I think for sure. Um, so for those who you have who have listened to it already, because uh, I, I see the numbers, uh, I, I think you're enjoying it. So that's pretty cool. Um, for sure. Speaking of the show, also wanted to announce that we are now on Stitcher. If you haven't seen our our post on. Uh, on Twitter or our Facebook page. Is that page. like Lilo and Stitcher? Uh, no. no okay. Nothing like different that at thing? all. Okay. Uh, different thing. Um, if you choose to listen through Stitcher, which would be great, they, they have their own app and everything, and you can just uh, subscribe to our to our station there and down, have it downloaded directly to your listening device, whether it be an iPod, a computer, uh, I don't know, Android phone, whatever you got. Apple Watch. Apple Watch, yeah. Just... Uh, <laughs> Basically, you can get the fattest of packs on the sticker on the stitchers. Nice, so, I like that. Uh, you can like just uh, go click subscribe over there and get it. Uh, never miss an episode. No, never and it'll leave you in stitches. And uh, <laughs> there you go. And uh, guys, please rate and review us. That helps us out tremendously. If you could just go, I don't you know. What, I, I was on iTunes the other day and I was reading our rate, rates and reviews. Mm-hmm. We have twenty of them, which is Woo-woo. kind kind of subpar actually. We yeah, need, it is for the amount of people that listen to the show. Uh, I would I would hope that there would be more rates and reviews because it helps us out like a lot. It does. Um, it's something that you probably don't understand unless you're you're a podcaster yourself. But um, listening, the rates and reviews help tremendously on the charts. It helps with sponsorships and all that. Uh, so it's important to us that they're there. So if you if you like the show, go go give us a a, a five star. You know, drop that five. Drop the five and uh, you know leave us a review. That'd be great. But I was reading, I was reading a review the other day. It was a three. Okay. And you know what? So be it. Right. And I'm I understand. I'm an average all my life. So it's yeah, good. yeah. Uh, he was unhappy that we talked so much about fantasy sports. Okay. He he said leave it for your leave it for your uh, your forum post and everything. Okay. So you know I get it. We don't talk too much fantasy anymore. I, I don't think that was a direct result of that. Well, considering I didn't know it was there until <laughs> a couple of days ago, it, it definitely wasn't a direct result of that. But right, uh, you know, fantasy is not for everything. But we are in full fantasy swing right now, and uh, and I won this week. But we'll talk about that later. You won that. You won this week. All right. So 
that's all that. Uh, this show, we didn't book a guest for. We, we kept it wide open for Paul and I. We opened up the Fat Packs mailbag, and we're going to get to that a little later. So and then, excited. Man. Uh, Paul and I got a little catching up to do on some other stuff in the, in the hobby, in the industry. And, but next week, we got a full show for you. We have uh, two guests. First is sports artist Ken Carl. He he did the uh, he did the metal cards for the national. Boom. He did the artwork for that, and these things are bang, yeah, they're man. really cool. So cool. So uh, he's going to be on with us, and then we're going to have. A we should special try to get some of those to give away. Do we have any more left? I don't know, but we should look into that. I gave away a set right when we got back from the national. I called it the "I missed the national" giveaway. Okay. Okay. So I gave away a set of that. We'll see, I'll see if we can dig up some more. But yeah, we might be able to get some more, and then uh, we have another. We have a special guest that I don't really want to jinx. Uh, by saying too much, but he's doing, he helped organize something great recently on one of the Facebook pages. And uh, next week he'll have the totals and everything like that. And uh, we're going to give him a spotlight and let him, let him talk about it. So that's all coming up next week. But this week it's just Paul and I, me, you and Paul, we're going to talk about uh, the, uh, the fat packs mailbag. And then we got to talk about uh, this Jackie Robinson sale is coming up. His, his original contracts are coming up for auction pretty soon, and the estimated value on them is quite hefty. Yeah, like I can't even cash my 401k in to help me. Is it is bid. it fair to say that they're cushy? Is <laughs> cushy, yeah. There's fat pack contracts. Yeah, fat pack sure. contracts. Uh, so we got that and a, and a few other things that we want to get into. But uh, right now we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back on the other side with a little fun. This is Tanner from CustomCutsOnline.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Segment two. Here we go. You ready? Ready. You ready? Ready. Set. Go. Segment two. We are brought to you by Top Shelf Breaks this week. Uh, speaking of Top Shelf Breaks, again, I said I was going to mention it earlier, and I'm going to do it right here because we're going to get into this National Treasures Checklist, National Toilet Treasures Collegiate Football uh, they have an awesome break for, or Chris has an awesome break for you to go get into. He's got five spots left in it. Uh, one, about 130, 140 a spot or something like that. And it is for a full case of, it's a random for a full case of uh, collegiate national treasures football. I dig it. I'm going to tell you something. I, I'm, I'm going to get in. You want to get in? I'm gonna get like I understand that he's a sponsor. This is this is just me wanting to be a part of it. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna get in on that. I hope hope you guys are getting in. Uh, gonna get in as well and uh, catch me catch me in the break room, uh, hanging out with you guys. Uh, say what's up to Oz and all our other fat pack and fat fat packers, fat packers and fat packerettes. There you go. Hope you guys are checking it out. So let's talk about this National Treasures Collegiate, man. I know that you're all hype on uh, Spectra, as you should be, but I'm all hype on this National Treasures Collegiate football. I love college football more so than I love the NFL. Yes, you do. That is true. And so when I saw this, I, I was I was drooling. Mm-hmm. I was drooling. Uh, there's a nice little piece here. I'm going to assume this is by Ryan Crack. Now let me make sure I give the proper people the correct yeah, we'd have, we've had Reddit. too many problems with assuming in the past. Yeah, we shouldn't assume anything. Yes, uh, Ryan Cracknell, this was written yesterday. So <clears throat> this is on the Beckett homepage, and it's, it's right there in the football news. Uh, as a brand, National Treasures covers several sports. No matter which one, it's always fun. It's always on the upper side of the high end. In recent years, since Panini landed the NCAA exclusive, the brand has expanded into college sports as well. 2017 Panini National Treasures Collegiate, f- collegiate Football 
heads to class with another hit focused configuration. I like what he did there. Heads to class. I like that. I like that. Head of the class. <laughs> Both recent alumni and players from past are from the past are included with each seven card box boasting six total autographs and memorabilia. Excuse me, memorabilia cards. Um, got a little hiccup there. I didn't want to, wouldn't want to do that into the phone or into the microphone. There we go. All right, so I was checking this out, man. These are just massive monster patches, um, and and relic pieces. I've never i've I've bought National Treasures baseball one time. Okay, and I was kind of disappointed, but this is a college football, which is a whole other aspect of collecting, and I love it. So I'm definitely getting into this break. Would I, you? Would, how do you feel about it? As you should. Yeah. Because, I mean, this rookie class is just phenomenal. So you've right. got so many different people that you can get, so many good teams out sure. there that you can get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so absolutely. I mean, yep. right now I think you're going to see – I mean, we thought 2016 last year with Dak and Zeke and Wentz and golf and whatever in the beginning was huge. I don't see where it's going to be any different this year. Sure. You know, with a lot of these quarterbacks starting, a lot of these uh, players playing key positions and doing well um, – you know the cream hunts of the world are going to uh, they're going to make this make 2017 a great football year. Right, right. So start out with this. This is going to be one of the better products of the year. So boom, jump in. One of the sizzle pitchers here uh, is a Barry Switzer and Brian Bosworth dual autograph, and that hooked me immediately. Um, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I'm, I'm not I'm not even an OU fan, but this is uh this is pretty cool. I really like this. I like the quality that goes into this. Um, I love the college logos. I was always a big fan of the college logos. And when that was taken away in the in you know later later part of the early 2000s, 2011, 10 or somewhere around right, there, right. that was all taken away and everything was airbrushed. I didn't care for that much. Uh, no. I didn't like that. I don't think anybody does. But uh, seeing seeing full brand and full schools on on these uh, on these cards is really really fun, and I'm definitely getting into this break. So. All right, well there you go. He's, he's talked himself into it. <laughs> I've definitely talked myself into he's it. He's pulling his phone up now and he's signing up. And, and this is it. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, again, catch me there in the break room with you guys uh, and talking about this. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be going crazy with you guys just as well. So um, yeah, there's that. Go check it out. Top shelf breaks. Um, Let's talk about this Jackie Robinson contract. Okay, let's talk about it. Uh, it's again there on the Beckett news page. It's got a. It's on the on the main main slider. You you can see it again, written by Ryan Cracknell. Uh, this is just amazing. Really is Jackie Robinson's first contract being sold at auction, appraised at thirty six million dollars. Okay, let's talk about the appraisal. Thirty six million dollars. Do you do you think that's a bit high? Uh, no. I mean, for what Jackie Robinson, he was such an iconic figure in in baseball in the sports world. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's too much of a stretch at all. Not yeah, at all. You don't think so? No, not at all. Uh, this is what Ryan says: When it comes to sports memorabilia, any athlete's contract is a special piece. But let's face it: some take take on greater historical significance than others. Such is the case with Jackie Robinson's first contract with the Brooklyn Dodgers. Not only did it mark the debut of one of the game's greatest players, good point, but it broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball. Also a good point. Yes. <laughs> now, the original copy of Jackie Robinson's first contracts with both the Dodgers and the Montreal Royals, Royals are being sold through go- uh, golden auctions. Okay. While the final price, ta- price tag won't be known until the auction closes in November, 
it will be several times more than the $5,000 that Robinson was paid in 1947. That's amazing. Think about that. What would Jackie Robinson get today in the open market? I have no idea. I mean, he signed a max deal. If he was, if, if, <laughs> if Jackie Robinson was Otani coming to the major leagues for the first time, it what would, would he get? Yeah, I mean, it would it would be he'd probably be making thirty seven million a year. Yeah, you know, um, but I think it's phenomenal. I mean, and Ryan brings up good points with with what he has to say about the the contract. It's so much more than just a baseball contract. It's really a piece of history. It's probably something that should be at the Baseball Hall of Fame or sure. in a history museum. Right, you know, right. You could even go to a history museum um, for what it did for as far as breaking down the walls of the race race relations at that time and sure you know he and he ended up being phenomenal you know what i mean yeah, i don't think great. i don't know if this story is just as good if he's just an average player he was you know phenomenal player and uh number 42 man what are you gonna say he's his numbers retired throughout the entire major leagues right yeah that's yeah. right so i mean that's and there's a whole jackie robinson day yeah i mean that's pretty it's pretty significant so um kudos to him you know kudos to the buyer of that wow they're definitely going to own something special you know, it's it's a piece that I think when we look back at it, you know, I don't even know how far we got to look back, but you know, ten, twelve years from now, when mm-hmm. we look back at this and be like, oh wow, thirty six, it's probably one. It could be one of those Honus Wagner things where it just keeps going up. Oh, I think it's yeah. I don't see how it won't. Yeah, it's it's uh, really like you said, it's a piece of history. It it belongs in a museum. It does you know, somewhere, if not the Hall of Fame, and how whoever ends up with this. I'm, I'm sure that well, if they're going to shell out that kind of money, I'm sure they're they're going to take take very good care of it. And I hope one day though it does end up in this rightful place in the Hall of Fame, be because um, you know it's like you, you touched on it, race relations and, and the current state of race race relations. And you know to think back to '47 when this happened, you know how much I don't well yeah it was worse. It was how much worse it was then. Right. Exactly. Um, so this is a big piece of history. It's a big piece of baseball history. It's a big piece of Americana. And I'm going to be watching this auction closely to see see what happens. For sure. See what happens. For sure. Now, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, do you have a picture of it? Does it look pretty like it's in good shape? It's a, it's beautiful. It's beautiful shape. Okay. Yeah. If you, go to, if you go to the homepage, the Beckett homepage. Beckett homepage, okay. It's in the slider. And you just click the link. It's got three full scans of it. Okay. It's beautiful. It really is. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing um, to see that something has survived since '47. Right, right. And um, yeah, because we know what a lot of '47 baseball cards, yeah, '48 exactly. baseball cards look like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just to see it, and it's uh, and I understand it's a scam, but to see it in its original form, so to speak, it's very pretty. Yeah, because it's such a. I mean, we're right after World War II. Right. You know, it's just such a great time in history. Right. You know, for a lot of things that have happened. And sure. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Hope it hits 50 million. <laughs> that that might be a stretch, but then, but then again, you know, if the if the right people get a hold of the auction, it 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 might not it be. Could. It might not be. That's why they call it an auction, right? That's right. Um, speaking of auctions, gonna got one more little piece for you here about about said things. Uh, the the Goodwin auction is going to be extended. This is uh, also on the homepage. Okay. By Ryan Cracknell, uh, we just call this the Ryan Cracknell show. We should. <laughs> Uh, Goodwin and Company has extended its masterpiece and uncommon commons auction due to the tremendous damage and disruption of lives caused by Hurricane Irma in the last several days. This is also on top of devastation caused by Hurricane Harvey just a short time ago. The auction will now close on Wednesday, September 20th, so six more days from now. It would be it wouldn't be right for us to close the auction when so many of our faithful bidders are unable to participate, Company President Bill Goodwin said. 
In addition to the extension, Goodwin and Company has partnered with the American Red Cross to create several Irma Harvey relief lots as part of its November 2017 auction. Collectors interested in donating lots to the Irma Harvey Relief Fund may contact uh, Goodwin at Bill at Goodwin and Company and Co.com. So B I L L at G O O D W I N and A N D C O.com. So uh, if you guys want to participate in that, please do so. I think that would be uh, pretty cool. Yeah, man. Good to hear. Good so, to hear. Makes sense. Yeah, have you ever participated in an auction house auction? Have you yet me? No, I've never really been on that the that, that level kind of the, yeah <laughs> not not quite on that level um you know i'm not really a pcer so with with not being with, with not being a pcer there's not a whole lot that i would want to pay sure pay top dollar for sure maybe one day maybe one day maybe one day okay so uh one more thing before we move on to our beckett our i'm sorry our fat packs mailbag is uh the 2017 fall show fall expo is coming up That's in november is. Uh, November 10th, 11th, and 12th? Yes. So, yeah, that's right. So well, you and I will be... Actually, that, that's the big announcement. You and I will be there. Yes, we will. Um, on the 9th. So we'll get set up a little early. Woohoo! Maybe check some things out. Say hi to Francis. Say hi to Francis. What's up, Francis? How are you doing, Maybe buddy? go to Tim Hortons. You know, Timmy's is going to happen. Um, it happens a lot more than what it should, I think. <laughs> <laughs> But Timmy's is going to happen. Um, no, does it have a buffet? I mean, I was, I've never. I've no. been to Toronto, but I've never been to Tim Hortons. No, 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 no buffet there. Okay. Uh, well, shout out to Johnny Acra as well. What's up, Johnny? Hope to see you there, which I know you will. Johnny left us an open invitation to uh, go to the Hall of Fame with him. So sweet. Here's the thing: we get in a day early. Uh, All right. Uh, I see where I see your wheel. You see spinning. where I'm going here. I see your wheel spinning. Now, have, you, have you been there before? I have not been to the Hall of oh, Fame. Oh, then we're going. Man. I have two open invitations: one from Johnny, and then uh, oh, I forget the guy's name. A gentleman I interviewed from there last year, who was a curator at the Hall of Fame. So okay. He, um, so it sounds like we're going. I think I think we are. Okay. And here's the thing: it's Hall of Fame weekend as well. Oh, boom! So not only. Could we get into the Hall of Fame? We might, we might, we might see some things. That'd be cool. Um, be down with that. Shout out to Priscilla who will be there with us as well. She, she's a big Anaheim Ducks fan. She is and, quack quack. Yeah, and uh, Timu Solani is going to be inducted this season oh. so, this year. So she'll she, be like a little 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 girl at a Backstreet yeah, Boys concert all, or yeah, something. All over the place. <laughs> it's going to be funny to to watch. She she was already prepping. She's like, is this a, is this a long gown event? No, no, sweetheart, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> That's funny. She's she's ready to go. <laughs> she's doing all about shopping. that. But what I wanted to do now is, is bring up the um, the sports sports memorabilia page and talk about the signers that they already signed that they already announced because there are a few out there. And if you if you had to guess, the show's going to be in Toronto. What would you think these signers are probably from? Um, I mean, probably Beijing. <laughs> that would be my first guess. I don't. I guess I'm. Not, I guess I'm not right by your uh, your facial expression. <laughs> no, I'd imagine they're gonna have a lot of maple leaves. Let me stop laughing right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, they are, they've already announced the first ones, and um, it's. I mean, well, it's it's pretty awesome. It's three captains from the Maple Leafs. Okay. In Wendell Clark. Okay. Doug Gilmore and Dale Sutter. So, All right. All right, that'll so, work. And that's boom right there. And those are three 
pretty big names in Toronto Maple Leafs history. For sure. So uh, that's pretty cool. Looking forward to see those. We'll, we'll keep an, we'll keep you guys updated with the uh, with the Frameworth Autographs Pavilion guests as as they roll out. But uh, we're going to be there this time, both of us, and that's the important part. Yes. For us, because uh, this is a, your first time in Toronto with me. Yes. And um, I'm a little scared. You shouldn't be scared, man. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna eat a lot of uh, Jack Astors. Okay. And Tim Hortons. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we already got that covered. And go from there. Good so deal. All it's right. going to be fun. Uh, looking forward to seeing all our friends and family up there. I'm calling you friends and family because that's what you are. Man. You, you guys become that's family. That's what we do it for. We do it yeah. for the friends and the family. We do it for the friends and the family. We do. Yeah, friends and the family. Brad Pitt's my cousin. Um, <laughs> all right. That's it, man. That's it for that segment. Hope you guys are checking out Top Shelf Breaks this uh, tomorrow night, Friday, September 15th, with the uh, 2017 National Treasures Collegiate 4 Box Case break, random serial number, uh, 149.99. That's what it is. Five spots left. You better get one before I do because I might take the rest of them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And if, and if for some reason if that happens, check out his Spectre deals because that stuff is the ball. Yeah, he's got Spectre going up to. Uh, well, he, it's already it's already breaking. He's already breaking Spectre. So he's got a couple breaks up at about 120 a piece. Uh, four box. Choose your triple team tier. That's a. I like that he does that. He does yes. the triple, so you don't get skunked. Really, you know. So no, you're always gonna get something. Yeah, you're always gonna get something, and it's gonna be one of those top tier guys. So, uh, well, possibly, but you're right. gonna have one of those top tier teams. And he has the the no skunk protection. You're not gonna go hitless uh, with top shelf breaks. So that works. So that's awesome. Um, that's that. Let's come back on the other end of this break and open up the Beckett Radio mailbag, aka the Fat Packs mailbag. Because we got some things, we got some questions. So uh, we're looking forward to this one. You ready, Paul? Yeah, man, I'll go find some answers. Okay. <laughs> you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up? This is Chris, Chief Break Officer here at Top Shelf Breaks, and you are listening to the Fat Pack, Eric and Paul on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back after that very quick break, and uh, we're going to jump right into the Fat Pack's mailbag. We're going to open it up, see what this uh, holds for us, Paul. Let's this, be honest, though. I'm going to cut you off. We're not jumping anywhere. Yeah. We might lightly step into it, but yeah. we're not jumping into it. <laughs> we don't want to burst the bag. <laughs> exactly. Um, I love doing this with Paul. As Paul has, has mentioned before, I, I don't I don't share these with him before the show, so this is completely off the cuff. And uh, we, we there's been a few surprises in the past. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I've seen these. I don't think there's too, there's nothing terrible terribly surprising here. But uh, – Bring it, it on. It's going to be fun. Okay, so let's let's jump down to the bottom. I posted this last night and again this morning, but we got we got some good questions. So first question is from uh, Let's Go Steelers at Inwood We Trust. What is the coolest card you have pulled? Coolest card that I've pulled ever? I, it doesn't say, but I mean. Ever, ever. I, I guess I, ever. We'll go ever. All right, let's go. Let's go 1997. A long time ago. Pinnacle certified gold team. Um, they were they were not numbered, but they were print run to thirty. Okay. And I pulled a cow Ripken being in Maryland. That right. was pretty cool. Um, bought us bought two seven dollar packs of cards from back then was uh, Rick Sports Card Heroes. I remember the whole thing. And uh, opened it the first pack. I was like, oh, that's cool. Opened the second pack. I was like, dang, that's I got the got the Ripken. Dude offered me a hundred bucks for it, and I politely walked out the door as fast as I could because I knew. <laughs> It was worth a lot more than that. Sure. So sure. Th- three weeks later, 
Um, actually got the Beckett, showed some pricing on it, which really? was kind of cool. Um, yeah, did some re- little bit of research back then. There was no, you know, not this internet craze thing, uh, and sold that sucker for eleven hundred dollars. Wow! So that was pretty cool. I was in my realm of twenty. I was like twenty years old, so that was a lot of money back then. I've so. never pulled anything as near as expensive as that. I'm like, yeah, that was not even close. That was pretty cool. The closest I've ever pulled, like. All right, the coolest card I've ever pulled was from, oh, geez. It was from Gridiron Gear, like, oh, had been 06, 07, okay. 07. Um, Doak Walker cut autograph number to three. Okay, all right. It was really cool because, you know, I am I was living in Washington at the time. Right. And this was at West Coast Sports Cards uh, up in Federal Way. What's up, guys? So I was living in Washington, but I was still very much ingrained with that whole Texas is the greatest place on earth thing, <laughs> which, I, which I was, which I mean, let me tell you something. Texas is not the greatest place on earth, but uh, it's the flattest place. On it's earth. the flattest. <laughs> well, have you ever been to Kansas? No. Yeah, see, no, Kansas is also pretty flat. Uh, that's a whole different subject. Anyways, um, Doak Walker cut autograph number three. So I, but I was still very much in love with Texas and. You know, Doak Walker is a local legend here, and right, right, right. Um, it, you know, it was. I, I recognize that because I recognize the name because of that, and of course, of course the Doak Walker Award. I only sold that for like three hundred and fifty dollars. Gotcha. So, um, there was that. What about the coolest card you've pulled here at Beckett? Um, you know, it might have been. I mean, I've pulled a lot of cool stuff. You know, autographs, jerseys, stuff that. But my second box break I ever did here, and I can't remember the product now. It's it's escaping me. But I actually pulled a LeBron James. Uh, it, was a, it was a parallel card, number six of ten. So it, it was, was his jersey number at the it time. It was select. Select is yeah, what it was. it was select. And I just thought that was so cool. It was, it was a jersey. Yeah. It was like a four-color jersey or mm-hmm. some patch card or whatever. And that, that was just cool because it was my second my second break sure. here. So I was kind of like kind of nervous, like, you know, kind of still right. finding my way through it. And um, boom, big hit right off the bat. So jeez, oh, that was kind of fun. I don't know what the coolest card I've pulled here at Beckett is. You've been a part of the coolest I've, card pulled here. I've been a part of it. Yeah, Matt pulled that um, that Daisy Ridley autograph. Yep, that was number uh, to ten. Yeah, nine yeah, of ten from master yeah. eight of ten eight from of 10, masterpieces okay. or masterworks. Which one is it? Works. Masterworks. Star Wars. Masterworks. I was sitting next to him and watched him almost crap his pants. He did. He <laughs> that did. was pretty funny. Um, We've had some. That was funny. And the other funny one. Were you part of the uh, the Force of Will poll by Ian? I was not. No, I wasn't. I was on vacation, oh, okay. but I, I heard about the it. Force of Will card and literally got so excited. He like threw the card down on the table and was like, "Yeah!" Like he <laughs> spiked it like a touchdown. That's funny. Um, and I was like, "Well, it's not gradable anymore, but that's a cool <laughs> card." Ian. No, he was so excited. He was just a little kid in the candy store because that was like his favorite artwork or favorite card. I don't remember the whole story, but I've never seen anybody quite. Literally, like, jump up out of a seat and get that excited about a force of will, which it was like a $500 card. Sure. It was legit. Sure. You know, so. Now, with that being said, 1516 uh, Upper Deck Series 1 came out. Okay. We had a box of just, it was poorly correlated, and we pulled a Connor McDavid and two Max Domies uh, in the same box. I do remember that. That was interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> so, uh, that was cool. I don't, I guess that McDavid is probably the most valuable card I've pulled here because, you know, well, at the time they were just as hot as hot. I mean, he still is. He's very hot. Right. But um, not that I think Connor McDavid is 
cute or anything. But <laughs> yeah, we'll clarify hot here. Yeah. So I think that's uh, at Beckett. That's probably the best I've done. And what I love about the hockey hot list and card and specifically series one and series two is the hockey hot list is typically full of of just young guns. You know, it, yeah. it can be. And every other hot list is here. Here is full of autographs and patch cards and all that. And in hockey, it's still just the base, the base rookie, base and rookie. that's really awesome. So being a part of of that box break, seeing two Max Domies and a Connor McDavid pulled, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm actually I uh, found a Facebook group the other day called Young Guns, oh, yeah? and literally there's like five thousand people in the group, and you can only list, buy, sell, and trade Young Guns. Young Guns, that's it. Like that's it. So I mean, obviously they have the the what are they the out of tens and out of hundreds and stuff. The like high that. gloss yeah, and the high and gloss exclusives. And the exclusives. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of those on there and whatnot. A lot of graded graded versions of them. But yeah, no autos, no jerseys, no nothing. So it's okay. kind of cool. All right, next question. Ready? Yep. Abe uh, JP at uh, YABE Sports Cards. All right. Um, he's got three questions. Does he now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, first question. I understand why Tops has 44 sets per year to be able to make the money and not mass produce, but do you find it tough on you as a collector? Do you do you find it tough that there's so many sets? Okay. Are we doing this one at a time? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so here's the deal. There's 44 sets. Honestly, and this isn't a shot at Tops. This is all the, the brands. Half of those probably aren't even affordable for most people out there. So you really cut that number in half right away, you know. And then from there, you just kind of have to, you know, you can't collect everything, you know, unless sure. you have an unlimited, you know, debit card or something, um, which most of us don't. So I think you just cut out the ones that you can't afford, and then you take the, the ones that are left over, those 15 or 20, and then you really decide what kind of collector you are. If you're a set collector, Tops has plenty of stuff for that. And if you like the autographs and the memorabilia, there's plenty There's plenty of mid-range products that you can chase stuff with. So I really think that that 44 number is a little deceiving because a lot of that stuff is just not – not something people on a day-to-day basis are ever going to buy. You could take that over to Panini or oh yeah, and that's as well. what I'm saying. You know, yeah, they not, they I'm have saying the same thing. You know, Panini's yeah. got what forty some on football products that they have to do. Right, and Leaf too. They have yeah. low insets, high insets. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, it's not a shot at tops at all. It's just real. The realism of it is, no one's going to go after and collect all forty-four sets. Right. So, uh, loving Donald Bickle here. He he answers uh, JP's question. He says it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Donald. I see you working there, man. I see you working. Uh, I, I'm on the same line with you. I, I understand. That. I guess as being outside the hobby or being outside of the industry, I would feel the same way as uh, JP here. But being on the inside, I understand what's going on. I, I see it. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily like it. I don't buy oh, a lot. Yeah. Of, I don't yeah. buy a lot of baseball products at all, actually. So, um, is it a pain? Uh, no, not to me. But I can see where it could be. Yeah, for sure. I can see where it could be. Uh, JP, also, any credence to people thinking Tops has sorting slash conspiracy problem with their packs, hit distribution, breakers get the better boxes, et cetera? No, I mean, yeah, we live in the, in the, in the day and age where you, you feel like you can just know everything and know how everything's correlated and stuff, but I really think a lot of that's still up to chance. Um, maybe I'm being naive, but I really don't think that they sit around and have the time to sit around to load certain boxes and do certain things like that. Um, for breakers or for, you know, the, the target specials that they do or the Walmart ones or your local hobby shops. I mean, if you think about it, it doesn't behoove them really to do to do something like that. You know, they need to have it equally distributed throughout the product. Um, all, the, all the manufacturers do to give everybody a chance because eventually, 
people are going to catch on if they were to weigh it one way or the other, and it's really just going to hurt the hobby. In the end, in the end, it would just really hurt the hobby. Yeah, and that this brings up that whole thing that came out recently with uh, Amazon and Tops, where you can't put boxes of uh, tops on Amazon anymore. Right. I'm not a seller on Amazon. I'm not a seller anywhere, <laughs> actually. Right. So it, it doesn't affect me, but I can see where people were having issues with it. I don't think that there is a... I don't think that there is a direct conspiracy slash sorting issue. With that being said, I've seen boxes and cases that would say otherwise. Right. Well, And I agree. And you know, there's the... And I know this happens all the time. Cards stick together. So yes, you sure. can open up a pack of tops and get Two Greg Maddox autographs. You sure. get one that's forty-eight of forty-nine, and get one that's forty-nine of forty-nine. They stick together, I and mean, that stuff happens. You know, it's just everyday life. Where, so, where I think that it loses some of its credibility, if there if there is any there, is monster huge hits being pulled out of A and G boxes or or Gypsy Queen boxes from a Walmart blaster box or a Target blaster box. That mean when you're pulling Aaron Judges out of five, you know, right, <laughs> out of Walmart boxer boxes. But also too, I mean, you know, the Breakers have a platform, right? Of course, they're on YouTube, they're on Facebook, they're on Twitter, Instagram, right? Those are known; those hits are known, right? But how many sits go unknown? Sure, you know how many, you know, people just buy a card, or buy a box, buy two boxes, hit an Aaron Judge out of twenty-five mm-hmm. autograph, and nobody knows about right. it, right? You know, so I think, and it shows up on eBay with some guy with you know two hundred rating, right, yeah, in the middle of yeah. Kansas, right? right? Like you were saying, so I really think that it's just it's blown out of proportion, kind of like the media blows everything out of proportion. These guys are on a platform, obviously you're going to see what they're getting, um, but you're not seeing what what Joe Blow collector is getting in the in Connecticut. I'm going to give a shout out to my wife right quick. She hooked me up with a new pen. Ah. Uh, this is pretty awesome. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm just over here writing on stuff just to be writing. It's so random. It is very random. Thanks, right. thanks, honey. I love the pen. It's <laughs> awesome. All right, uh, JP's last question here. Um, how do you see the hobby evolving in the next five years? This sounds very similar to what we asked the guys over at Clark Toys. Uh, could you please explain digital trading cards and your take on them? To me, it's not a card if you can't hold it. Well, I think that is bre- best explained by brian gray from the industry summit last year um i can take you out for steak and tell you you can get any steak you want on the menu and and then tell you it's just a digital steak and you'll be pissed off at me (laughs) (laughs) there's some there's some truth to that yeah that um that might be a little extreme but no it's a it's a pretty good analogy um digital cards are tough i really think the way is the is what tops has done and panini's done with their instant and their um their tops now right. Leaf has their uh, instant product you know i think that's the way to go because you're capturing all these things like in the moment right then and then and not six months later when you're putting out next year's product so right. i think digital eh, it may stick around it may not but i think this instant stuff's really going to just blow blow past that digital st- stuff uh jp i don't understand digital cards at all i got down with the the panini gridiron app and mm-hmm. i pulled some really nice cards on there like dual zeke Dak autographs. Right. I was <laughs> debating something. Uh, yeah. So I, I pulled some great, uh, great autographs there and uh, nice past pieces and everything like that. And where people were, fl- I saw, you know, D- Tops Bunt is a perfect example. People pull stuff on there and flip it on eBay for hundreds of dollars. Yeah. You know, and I just, I couldn't do it. I, could, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I, I still have those cards. If you want them, we'll talk about it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, tough, man. I, I saw people pay two, three, four hundred dollars for a Trout digital autograph, right? And I'm going, he has a lot of autographs now that are sure two hundred dollars, 
that are in your hand in a snap tight in a nice case in a graded case like a nice trout card um i don't get it i think it just uh, i mean obviously we're moving towards a digital age i just don't know if if this hobby will sustain that digital part of it i i don't know that it will i mean what were those those uh like those eggs were the hx fx cards or something that had the hologram that you could play them oh yeah, you remember yeah, those yeah. yeah i mean that was what 10 years ago and that yeah, didn't last that long didn't last long but um they had interactive ones where you'd press the card and it would talk to you. And love those. Those, those are in the back. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that they're not, like, on mainstream now. You know, they, right, don't, turn right. up, they don't have a 300-card right. set every year coming out. So, um, instance the way, man. I would jump on this instant stuff. I think it's cool now that they can do the memorabilia from the game that the person just played in. Sure. Uh, it's cool that they can get the autographs out. And, it, you know, you order the card the next day or the next day or two. Um, and then it's usually – it's only two or three weeks to get them in the mail. So, sure. it's really not, really not that bad of a turnaround. turnaround. Yeah, at all. So I like I like that aspect of it um, more so than digital. Okay, so. there, there you go, JP. Hope you uh, were suffice with those answers. And again, if you want those uh, digital Panini cards, come talk to me <laughs> <laughs> at Eric Norton three sixteen yes. on Twitter. Okay, uh, Kevin Saint Jock has a few questions here for us. Uh, what's up, Kevin? very helpful to me during this superhero September that we're going through because some of these guys I just don't know and, and Kevin's got a mind for that stuff so uh, right. he's been helping me out tremendously but he's got a few questions here for us we'll start with uh, will the fat fat packs be going to conventions such as comic cons coin expos and Philly non sports shows um, not coin expos no I can tell you no uh, Philly non sport and comic cons those are possibilities but that's where you guys come in with uh, leaving us ratings and reviews. Like I said earlier, the more of that stuff you guys do and help us out with, with leaving us reviews and ratings on iTunes on Stitcher on, you know, giving us shout outs and stuff like yeah, that. Keep retweeting the show, post yeah. the show, share the show, whatever you can do. Um, you know, part of it is we've looked a little bit at comic cons yeah. and some of the guys here and the, you know, Matt and Ian and whatever have looked at going part of the problem with comic con. I don't think people understand is there's such a waiting list to get in there to be a dealer to be in the room right um you know we not only would we have to get the, the the popularity to get to that point but then we'd also have to fight to to get in those things so i don't know how that's going to happen in the near future but we shall see yeah i think so um there's a waxicon coming up there's though. a waxicon coming down oh uh, we have <laughs> well to answer your 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 question very specifically kevin we have uh, applied for media credentials at the Dallas Fan Days coming up, so we're waiting on we're waiting on that's that right, to hear that. to hear if we if we got it accepted or not. But we're trying. That's the answer. But the coin show, it just it doesn't make a lot of sense for us to be there. Uh, I've I've been to coin shows. Have you ever been to coin shows, Paul? Uh, no, not specifically. Okay. No, uh, that's not our crowd. Not in the least bit. Those are not our people. I love those people. I think they're great. But you you and I would just we just don't fit in there. Yeah, probably not. We just don't fit in. Anyway, so that's that. Uh, Kevin, again, any chance of the Fat Packs uh, auto card in ANG like Yankees chick? What's up, Suze? Uh, a dual auto would be epic. Any chance of an ANG dual auto? That would be epic. I'm not going like to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, again. I don't how, even know how that happens. You know, I don't. I really don't know enough to even know how that happens other than they seek you out and they think, oh, this is a good idea, and they put you in it. Uh, again, it's just going to come down to, you know, tweeting us out, sharing us, sharing it, keeping it going, keep it all going, spread fat packs across. And the world. Uh, to be honest with you, I would love to see that happen. But I think there are people in the hobby 
who have been here a lot longer than us that would probably oh for sure yeah, yeah I don't even want to try to put myself yeah. in the in the, in the skip a, you know amongst people, right. skip above people that, there, that should have like, cards long before us Rob yes. Bertrand is a name that comes immediately to mind that should probably have does something Varys like, have yeah. one you know, you know Rob yeah, Varys is another yeah, yeah so know. I mean those guys are epic and we're you know we're fat packs so we're just fat packs yeah fat packers yep. Not but maybe. one day, though. Maybe one day. One day. I'm not going to sell a short. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great to see. Uh, Kevin, again, have you heard rumors of Panini and or Tops returning to the NHL trading cards in the near futures? Have I heard rumors? No, I've not heard rumors. Uh, heard I think Upper Deck has a pretty firm grip on that license. They do a pretty good job with it. But um, with that being said, I don't see where competition hurts. No, not I, at all. Panini had the NHL license, uh, what, just a few seasons ago. Yeah, and, 13, uh, 14, or 14, yeah. 15 was their last season. I liked the, the possibility of getting either or. Okay. But there again, with having a single license, things like Young Guns that we were just talking about, their their prices hold a lot more value. Right, because there's so, nothing to compete exactly. with. It. Yeah, there's no Orange Prism rookie or there's no whatever. Right. That makes sense. Right. No RPAs to, to compete with. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, slick sweaty, all sweaty, <laughs> at all sweaty. Uh, this is a question, man. I I wish I had a better answer for you. I'm really, really sorry that I don't. Uh, when are you guys going to wear the tights? Did you get them? Uh, yes, we got them. We did. Um, we they they were supposed to be three X's, and they were size eights. Yeah, like a woman size. Yeah, eight. a woman size eight. And. Um, yeah, that was just scary, man. Yeah. Just just scary. Like the FCC wouldn't allow it. I don't yeah, <laughs> nothing would allow it. Yeah. I don't think my big toe would have allowed getting into yeah, that. Yeah, it was so it was all bad. So I gave my pair to my wife. Oh, okay. I haven't done anything with mine. You yet. haven't done anything? Not yet. Would no. you it's, it's like here's the Paul has an extra pair. There you go. Maybe we'll sign them and send them to you. you Perfect. Do like that? Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's enough room to even sign them. Yeah. They're they're, so small. Man, they're they are <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Tiny, and, and you know what, Letty Leggins, thank you very much for hooking us up with a with a pair of those. Uh, they they're just the wrong size. I don't know if that happened in the shipping or whatever, but right, right, right. Um, we could put them on our head. Yeah, and put them on our head and wear them around like that or something. I don't know, but yeah. But what brings up brings up the Fat Pack Forty, which is still going to happen. We're we're, we're going to make that happen. We just got to find a place to make it happen. Yeah, the right place. The right place. Yeah, with, where we don't get arrested or in exactly trouble that. or. Cause a natural disaster, something like that. Um, so sorry about that, Slick. I wish I had a better answer for you, but in the moment right now, that is the answer. Is the so answer. Uh, if you want to, if you want to find another leggings company that does have three X men's size leggings, we would love to help you, and uh, we'll do that. Yeah, but, that'd be cool. But these particular leggings is just not going to work. Not so much. Just not going to work. All right, man. What else you got in there? Okay, uh, a couple more here. Jonathan Cocker. At Jonathan B. Cocker. Uh, this is an awesome feature, Fat Packs Mailbag, just like I can't wait for the Fat Pack shirts to come out. One of the Fat Pack shirts coming out. Good news, Jonathan, and all you listeners out there. We do have a store in the works. It is up and running. I do not want to give you the address. Not yet. Not right, quite yet. Not quite yet, but it's up and running. Uh, we've waited. We're, we've ordered a T-shirt. We're waiting for it to get to us so we can check the quality of it and everything like that before we send it out live to you guys but it's very 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 soon and i think you guys are going to like it yes yes indeed and then hopefully we'll expand to other things you know keychains yeah mugs 
Um, well, there's mugs on there. There's mugs on there's there. There's mugs okay. on there. Uh, there's t-shirts. There's mugs, and there's one other thing. Did they do the koozies yet? Not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. But I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure there's a few guys out there that would like a fat packs koozie. Probably it kind of fits us. Yeah. So th- that's out there. It's going to happen. Just be patient. It, the announcement will come soon. I promise. And so we will. We will definitely keep you yeah, up to date on that. Definitely keep you up to date. All right. Last question. Uh, I liked this question too. This is from Steve Wright at Steve Wright one. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite memory at Beckett and how did you get into working at Beckett? All right. All right so let's answer the first one. How did you get into working at Beckett? Working at Beckett. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, um, I'm, you know, I moved to Texas three years ago, as most of you know, and uh, I was working at a credit union uh, on the campus where my wife works. She's uh, works at, at a university. And I was just working at a credit union, just really just buying time, trying to figure out what I wanted to do here in Texas after relocating. And um, this guy kept bringing in all these Beckett checks, you know, and like I had sold all my cards and stuff before I moved to Maryland and whatever. And he was bringing all these checks in Beckett auctions, this and that and all this stuff. So about the fourth time he brought him in, I kind of knew him a little bit. And I said, all right, dude, we're, we're, what, is, what is this whole deal, man? He's like, oh, man, I, I do Beckett auctions and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, I know what that is. And he was like so excited because, well, you know if you're in the hobby and you start talking to it with your friends that aren't in the hobby, they just think you're a big geek and nerd and whatever. There's something wrong with you. Um, and he definitely didn't think that. And I didn't think that about him. So anyway, long story short, um, we started talking, whatever foreign friendship relationship. He had friends that worked at Beckett and they said, they they were hiring. I said, man, I said, I think I know my stuff. I was wrong, but I think, I said, I think I know my stuff. I'm going to come down and apply and boom, I applied and you know, couple weeks later i got the job so it was pretty random to be honest with you sure you know sure um because i live about an hour away so it really wasn't even on my radar as far as getting another job sure uh, i just didn't want to go back to restaurants necessarily so there you have it beckett auctions okay that's the reason i'm here i got into working at beckett i randomly ran into a guy who went to a community college to get his film degree uh Talking about Justin Gurnett. <laughs> What's up, Justin? I randomly ran into Justin at a card shop that we both go to over in Grapevine uh, called SMP. And he came in and he was going to do something for Beckett. And I overheard him say Beckett. So I stopped him, and Justin was actually being nice that day and decided he wanted to talk to somebody. So uh, he and I, he and I conversed. I gave him my information. He gave me his information, and then I then I emailed, uh, I emailed the who uh, it was Dan at the time. Dan at the time. Yeah, I, was, I, I emailed Dan, and uh, got hooked up. And but the process took a lot longer than what I was hoping, you know. Right, but right. Uh, but with that being said, this is such a specialized industry that it should probably take a long time because they got to vet you and know that you know what you're talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying. Uh, so with that being said, I got hired in coins, which I knew nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> but I took the job to get my foot in the door, and now I'm doing this and the hockey products. So that's how I got into Beckett. It was a complete random thing, just like Paul's. It was just a complete random thing um, about a about a guy who uh, who wants to be a movie producer someday. Yeah, and uh, that's how how that happened. All right. So the second part of that quote, well, actually, which is the first part of the question. What is your favorite memory at Beckett? I got a few of these, but I'll let you go first. Man, you know, I've been sitting here and um, 
I do. I do have a lot of things. And one of them is, I, I'm going to do two real quick, okay? Because okay. I can't right. really narrow it to one. So no I'm going to do two. Both of them involve you, as funny as that possible. You don't, you don't have to be quick. All right, so. If it's involving uh, me, you're not going to be on my, I'm on my third interview at Okay, that. all right. Okay, I'm on my third interview. Um, I just sat down with, uh, I was sitting down with Brian and Dan um, and Bill Sutherland again. Okay. And I was trying to get a feel like, all right, do I, you know, I'm trying to, you know, do I know my stuff? Am I, am I in? Am I in? Am I in? And uh, Brian was like, hey, man, you know, we're going to end it here. Uh, why, don't, why don't I give you a tour of the facility? And I was like, oh, that, that's got to be good. Sure. So we're taking the tour and I'm seeing the offices and walk around the cubicles and, and show me different things or whatever. And uh, now, granted, I had never met Eric in my life. Nope. Never met him. Nope. Okay. I walk past Eric's cubicle. Brian's like, hey, this is Eric. I was like, dude, what's up? And he's like, Brian, you can't hire this. No, what, the first thing you said was <laughs> shut up and hire this guy already. Yeah. And then the second thing you said was, but don't put him on this side of the building because it will crack the foundation <laughs> of the building <laughs> or something to that effect. And I was like, I don't know that dude. That's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of funny. So I left that day going, all right, well, they can embrace my fatness. So that's good. Sure. It's like, I, that's a good thing. And I said, I felt pretty good about it. And like a week later, I got hired or whatever. So there that was go. cool. Um, and now they set us right next to each other, across yeah. from each other. They're right across from each other. And uh, just... Keep praying for the building, guys. Just keep praying for the building. <laughs> and just, at the time, Justin was and sitting, Justin next, was to sitting you, on yeah. the next to me. And then Matt was next to you. Yeah, that's a that's uh, an offensive line in, in uh, yeah. calling bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's one of them. The other one was we were just doing those those uh, those promo videos just recently. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to shoot the basketball into a hoop, and uh -huh. I totally knocked the uh, the fire hydrant <laughs> off. Right. Off the wall yeah. in the video, and uh, that, that scared me a little bit because I thought <laughs> this thing goes off, it's going to hit me right in the face. <laughs> so that was pretty. That I, was pretty memorable. I may or may so, not have pushed you. Yeah, you may or that. may not have. Been I'm a sorry about foul, that, but uh, yeah, that was pretty. Uh, so those are your two. Funny. Man, I got yeah. a lot. Um, a lot of the stuff that you know you guys just don't see every day are because our our interaction off camera or off the air. It's. I, I will say this about working here. If, you, if you're going to work here, you got to be quick. Like you have, you absolutely have to be quick. If you're a timid person, this is not the place for you. <laughs> and, there, and there's no crying at Beckett. And there's no crying at Beckett. Uh, we are, we're not, like we're not hurtful and mean to people, anything like that, but like we're quick. We're we real, 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 real quick. And uh, a lot of my favorite memories have to do with just conversations we're having in the office uh, early morning. Here's the thing. Most of the pricing team gets here about six thirty, seven o'clock at the latest, you know. So early morning conversations we're having before the rest of the building is here. And they're always they're not they're not not safe for work, but it's just the uh <laughs> we we just rib each other really quickly. So we it's do. it's fun. Um you know Bingo was fun. Yeah. Beckett bingo was fun. <laughs> uh that that was that was centered around a uh, an incident, and then the next day we came in, uh, people came in, and I had made up Beckett bingo cards, and it was all full of phrases that you heard in the office, and uh, you know you had to get bingo, and it was fun. That was a fun game to play that, that day. Um, I'm I'm thinking back to trips that we've been on oh, okay you know meeting okay. meeting fans is really cool it's always a little like at first it was off-putting right and not because i didn't want to meet you guys which is i, I do I, I totally do but it was weird to have people come up to you 
and be like, oh man, I love this or I love right, that. Right, and I'm right. like, what are you, what? <laughs> and that, that happened in Canada the first time it ever happened. And the, the guy was, was very Canadian and I loved him and he was awesome, but he was really excited about the uh the box busters videos that we were doing that's awesome <laughs> i was like all right man thanks for hanging out man that was really cool Th- those were fun i think honestly the this national that we went to that was really cool it was eye-opening to have that senator come up joseph abruzzo come up oh. out of nowhere and be like hey i'm senator joseph abruzzo uh, from and, florida and i listened to the fat packs. and i listened to the fat packs that was that was weird but it was cool it was cool um I think that's it. I, th- I think those are the big ones. Yeah, cause, cause, and it's funny because you just don't know who's listening on the other end. Yeah, you have no yeah. idea who's listening. And we've had people from all walks of life, from NASCARs to yeah. you know <laughs> to the senators. You know, like uh, it's been a trip. I also um, like the stuff that we get to see that come into the auction houses. Yep. And and I we've talked about it before, being like it, it becomes mundane, but it really doesn't. When you when you're looking at at you know Babe Ruth autographed baseballs and and right. presidential autographs and uh, you know just really crazy pieces of history, there's a company that that puts out amazing autographs that that come through here and we get to see them before anybody else does. And I'm how I don't spend money on <laughs> on that stuff every time it comes out is beyond me. But man, this the history that comes through here when we get to see is pretty cool. Dude, let's be honest. This past weekend, we shot our podcast from the Golden Silver Pawn Shop. We hung out with the Beard of Knowledge, yeah. and we saw a ton of Frank Sinatra autographs come yeah. in on all kinds of things. Yeah, met an original showgirl from back in the day. That was really cool. You know, like, yeah, and that's our job. Love We're it. very blessed to be able to do this. I know sure. that there are people out there who are not as fortunate, but I hope you understand that we are completely blessed by you guys being here every week, listening to us. And uh, hanging out for you know killing killing an hour hour and a half or whatever, uh, chilling with the fat pack. So um, that we're gonna close up the fat pack mailbag now till a later date, and uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Be back with a little bit of Beckett. What ifs? What we're, ifs? we're gonna talk about a little bit of football. You guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Kayla from Winged Octopus, and you're listening to the Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back. We're going to wrap up the show with a little bit of Beckett whatevs this week. Um, didn't really get to do whatevs from uh, the the from the Pawn Stars episode. Let's be honest, we kind of did that ending. <laughs> yeah, that little, ending was, was a little crazy. Mason dot official. I hope you guys are following him. <laughs> <I'm> famous. <laughs> that was amazing. I, in situations like that, when people see that we're recording live, you know, yeah, I don't. Like you see that, right? You see me talking to Paul yeah. or Paul talking to me, right? And we're clearly like computer, doing something. Everything's yeah. making noise and exactly. buttons and whatever yeah, flashing. Flashing. And, and he's just talking over everything. So in that situation, I'm just like, well, if you're going to talk, just sit down. because Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he did. He surely did. And he did. And he surely did. He needed the beat button. Yeah. I <laughs> hope that whatever malls that he's residencing at is not destroyed. He plays today, actually. Today. Yeah. yeah there's yeah, Mason.official. Yeah. I hope that you guys are checking him out, I guess. Because... <laughs> uh, <laughs> He would love to check you out. Um, he would. That was an interesting thing all all together. He just, like had his own little paparazzi. Yeah, around it was him. weird. It was weird. It was like a, like had like six people just taking pictures and like yeah, yeah backing up the story. Yeah, hey, that dude's famous. Yeah, He's famous. You, you should shake his hand. He's famous. It was ridiculous. All right, I'm like, well, okay, whatever. 
Whatever. Whatever. Well, then, uh, hey, let me tell you something. But you know what, though? I don't do nothing for free. I was um, going to say, he did it for free, though. <laughs> yeah, he did so it for free. It's good. He did it for free. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about some sports here, uh, some fantasy, a little, little bit of fantasy, get an update on Paul, and give you an update on the uh, the uh, DraftKings things going on. But we're not going to get too heavy into it. We don't want to upset anybody out there in the rating reviews. Or, uh, but uh, that that's going to happen. But before we do that, we got a little bit of Animal Kingdom news that I want to get to because uh, I know that they're – and not making light of the the hurricane situations going that happened in uh, Houston and uh, in Florida, but there there's always some humor and some stuff in, in some of it, right? So, uh, aside from the devastation, which is heartbreaking, and, and you know relief efforts are are underway, which they right. clearly be clearly should be, but there's a couple of stories out of those areas that uh, well, makes you not want to go there. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that movie, it just opened up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and there's yeah. some of that kind of stuff happening down there. So which, which, let's start with that one. Well, let's, well, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with the alligator. All right, start with the alligator. Because that's really from that area. Okay. Uh, this is from um, Rebecca West on September 11, 2017. So just a couple of days ago. Alligator strolls streets of downtown Melbourne, Florida during Hurricane Irma. There is a wonderful picture of this alligator. I'm not... I'm not a I'm I'm not a gator expert. Right, right. I don't know how big of a gator that it takes to uh make you want to run the other way, but this one this is big enough. Okay. This is big enough. Big enough, yeah. I, I don't want any part of, of anything to do with this. I fall under the any gator. Any gator. Any gator I, I run or walk or play dead, whatever you're supposed to do, I'll do yeah. it. <laughs> with Hurricane Irma bearing down on Florida, it wasn't just humans in search of higher ground. Local wildlife, which made perfect sense, perfect sense, had the same idea. And regardless of who or what you are, sometimes the spots don't work out and relocating becomes necessary. That was possibly the case yesterday, September 10th, 2017, when a large alligator was spotted scurrying into the historic district of downtown Melbourne, Florida, as Irma was being, <laughs> being to, beginning to ramp it up. Okay. I, I don't know. Like, this is not a situation where people are just out in the streets, right? Right. No. But if you're out in the streets and you see an alligator roll up on you, <laughs> I mean, after you pit, after you pee your pants, then do you run? <laughs> what do you do? I don't know, man. Because these people, I mean, let's just think back to the snake story, man. Right. Dude saw a hundred snakes sitting in front of me. Oh, let's get out, take some pictures, and right. play with them. So I don't know, man. What goes through my brain doesn't doesn't quite go through everybody's brain, yep. I guess. So uh, I don't know. So what, so what happened? The laid-back town that still offers a relatively small town feel is located on the Atlantic side of the Atlantic side of the state along Florida's Space Coast, known chiefly for Cape Canaveral's Kennedy Space Center. Okay. The downtown the downtown historic district was underground a transformation of sorts over the last 20 years. Has undergone, I'm sorry, undergone a transformation of the last 20 years. The houses predominantly ranging from vacation era in cracker style wood frame homes to sturdy little concrete and stucco bungalows of the 30s and 40s are cute as can be. The main streets that run between those homes is now a vibrant thoroughfare of shops, restaurants, and services. Basically, this alligator is taking his his own sweet time walking. Think of the Walking Dead. I guess that's what this might look like. It's a okay. you know it's an evacuated place. Right. And this this gator is just going from place to place looking for somewhere to chill. Well, you know. I I want. You know, and it's the first time he's been able to because all these humans are getting in the way. Yeah. So this is like perfect for him. He's like, I got rid of the humans and I'm going to take my stroll. So, guys, go check. This is a funny story. It's on petstudy.com. Uh, they 
have pictures of this gator just like the streets are empty and this gator is just walking around taking its sweet time doing whatever it wants to do gator looting it's gator looting gator looting it's gator looting all right that's the first story the second story is not from that region but it's just as funny um (laughs) hermit crabs are resourceful so they are and you know i don't know what you know about hermit crabs but you know they obviously have to change their shells and adapt to their environments and you know as they get bigger they get a bigger shell and and whatever right so it's just that's who they are that's what they do (laughs) this guy this is from creature features (laughs) There you go. That should tell you enough. September 11th, here. 2017. Hermit crab using a doll's head for a shell creeps out the internet. <laughs> this is the funniest picture. I can uh, only imagine, man. Like, can you imagine this little doll's head? Like, right. Just. Oh, man. We can thank, we can thank of course, our Reddit member who goes by the username uh, Jam Spangle for the, for the image above. Snapped on a tiny Henderson Island, an uninhabited for good reason, Coral Atoll and the, wow, the Pitocrane Island group. The okay. photo simply shows a young coconut crab doing what all cra- hermit crabs do. Find an empty shell or shell-like object and wear it for protection against predators. More or less, what's happened is this, this little young crustacean here, our friend, has found a doll's head and it has uh, slipped it on, Okay, so to speak. Okay. What would you do if you're just out about and you see this? No, nah, man, I'd I'd be I'd be freaking. It's done, right? You'd be right up there with the alligator in me. Yeah, I would definitely look at it and go, all right, that's not right, and and get out. I'm out. I don't want any part of this. Yeah, no. as you said, it just came out. Right, it just came out. Yeah, and yeah, that that clown, that clown, a little bit scares me a little bit, and uh, seeing some doll's head just moving without uh, without any without without maybe not even seeing the crab itself yeah see this thing moving that would that would creep me out i'm done too i don't want any part of that no good <laughs> what just no I, the, alligator it, needs to eat that crab yeah alligator <laughs> come on have some of that crab yep so that's that uh two funny stories from the uh from the animal kingdom that alligator just had full reign of melbourne florida and got to do whatever in the hell it wanted to do and it you know what it's an alligator it can do whatever it wants to do i'm That's not true i'm not going to tell it any otherwise no no nobody should tell it otherwise <laughs> what to do why should uh, tell it otherwise that's uh that's pretty awesome all right let's talk about uh, the world of sports man because a lot of stuff's been going on lately that you know needs to be mentioned we'll start with the cleveland windians if you want to if you will Windians, i like the that windians, i see what man. you did there uh they are just chasing history and it looks like they're going to get it uh possibly just killing them. 21 in a row? Just killing it, man. Yeah. Like, that's just unbelievable. I mean, you know, there's a lot of streaks. You know, they you know, they talk about Golden State won all those games in a row uh, during basketball season or whatever. But, you know, they, you know, not to take away basketball players, but they play every, you know, every couple days. Sure. You know, these guys are day in, day out, flight here, flight there, right. up, down, death, you know, so many things that deal with the weather, the hot, the cold, the rain, everything. And uh, to come out and bring it every day, 21 straight times, is, is, is pretty impressive. You know, they are doing something very impressive right now. That, like you, you just said, that I don't. Well, we haven't seen it in a, in a very, 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 very long time. No, not so, at all. So, and the Elias Sportsboro says that the longest winning streak was twenty six games. Okay, twenty seven games, something like right there. That sounds about right. They're they're real close to that. It was a a team that had Honus Wagner on it. Oh well, okay. Okay. Uh, here's the thing, though. Yeah, there was a, there was a tie in that in that streak. Oh, was there? So, um, does that lessen it for you? It does I think it does, man. 
Now, how does it work? And I don't know. You, you're the hockey guy. How does that work? They they change it from being a, just an unbeaten streak, right, as opposed to a, a winning, winning streak, streak right? Yeah. Okay, so they so they have a 26 game unbeaten streak. Yeah, not so, a winning streak. Yeah. Okay. See this, but I don't like the tie. I don't like the tie in there because they basically just didn't count the game. Oh, do you I follow see. what I'm yeah, saying? I follow what you're saying. So that's because a tie is not a win. No, and but that's part of the win streak. Ah. And I don't, I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It was called because of darkness, because it got too okay. dark. Perfect. Yep, that makes sense. Um, Back then. So, you know, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm in total disagreement with the Elias Sports Bureau here. I don't, I don't like their call. It's not a very good call, and I don't, I don't like it. So you don't need to happen. What's they just that? need to win 27 games, and it doesn't matter. Here's the thing with the Indians. Do you think maybe they're they're peaking too soon? Yeah, a lot of people talk about that. You know, I think that's all bunk. You think it's bunk? I think it's bunk, man. I think peaking too soon. How would you be peaking too soon? Like, yeah, you're playing good ball. Like, just keep playing good ball, man. You sure. Know? Like, yeah, I mean, you go up and down throughout the season and whatnot, but if you have the ability to win 21 games in a row, guess what? You have the ability to win a couple weeks from now in October. Sure. You know what I mean? When they're playing in the playoffs. That's so, true. Um, you know, do they have to have that loss that they always talk about? They have to have that bad series between now and then, a reality check. And these guys are professional athletes, man. They're getting paid tens of millions of dollars a year. Throw that reality check out the window. They know every day they got to go out and play. Um, and if they don't, they're going to get traded or moved on or, you know, not going to have a career. So, sure. Um, to me, it's a bunch of bunk. I know a lot of people out there would disagree with that, but um, you're there to play baseball, man. Play it. How about Frisk Francisco Lindor? He's got 30, 30 plus home runs and no one's talking about him. LeBron James is. Yeah, LeBron James LeBron is. LeBron James, yeah. he asked him for a jersey or something. Sure. Didn't he? Yeah, that was interesting. Um, yeah, you know, I, the season's had some some weird things. You sure. Know, it was judge, 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 you know, all rise, you know. And then it was Bellinger, and then it was Stanton, and, you know, and now it's the Indians. So, you know, it's kind of like every baseball season. They have these blocks of things, and, and guys get missed. And, you know, um, you know, same thing happened. Machado hit, what, 18 home runs in August or something crazy or like that. No one talked about that. Um, but Lindor's on fire. Um, Indians are playing good ball, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it. I right now, I think they would have to be the favorite going into the American League uh, playoffs. Here, starting up pretty soon, I think they would have with this win streak. Just with just the on the strength streak, of the, and they're the, getting Andrew Miller back. Yeah, so that's a, that's a big deal for them. Corey Kluber's gonna win the Cy Young. You know, it's just yeah, it's uh they, they're doing amazing things, and uh, it's fun to watch right now. It's it's fun to be a part of something like this. Like we're 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 vaguely a part of it because we we work in sports so we can kind of right. talk about it, but imagine what the guys that like WFNY are there and and, right, right. and you know people or folks that are there in Cleveland are just loving sports right now. They have to be because because the Browns are horrible. Well, that's what I was going <laughs> to say. The same thing. You beat me to the punch there. So you got to be quick, which we talked about. Right, right. You be quick to have this job. So, so I mean, that's pretty cool, man. I, uh, I I'm I'm watching this win streak with a, with great interest, and. uh Excited to see where it ends if it doesn't. And what if they just ride this thing to the playoffs? Yeah, that would be sick. That would be awesome. That would be sick. Be 9-0 sick. And right into the, right right into the, the World playoffs. Series. And then, uh, yeah, they, you know, who knows what would happen. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay, let's talk, about a little, uh, talk a little fantasy. You got your uh, you got your league pulled up in front of you there. I do. Don't don't get, don't get go extra long, but uh, tell no, us no, what no, happened. Not going extra long. No, tell we, us what happened in the – what is it, a Fat Packs League? What's it called? Yeah, Fat Pack, uh, Fat Pack Radio League. Okay, all, all right. right. Uh, my name is Fat Pack for Life. Okay. So that's who I am. All right. Um, it's probably 
that's probably a pretty good representation of what I am. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we didn't talk too much about the draft. It was pretty simple. It was pretty normal draft. Nothing too crazy. Okay. Uh, guys kind of went where they where they should. I think everybody that's playing uh, in the league has a pretty good grasp of fantasy football. And, uh, you know, J- Janikowski wasn't picked in the third round or nothing crazy like that. So um, although Sexual Chocolate, who's back with us, you know, we, sure, he's, sure. he's in our uh, couple other leagues that we've had. Um, he decided not to play this week, and I won 89 to 65. And, um, you know, it just didn't work out too well for him this he week. He didn't play at all? <laughs> no, he did play. He just, you know, I, I beat the tar out of him. Oh, so okay. it looks like all he right. didn't play. Okay, I got you. Um, you know, the scary thing with that is is what I left on the bench. So I left a lot of good guys on the bench, okay. too. So I, I probably should have really destroyed him. Um, but anyway, we're off and running. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, thank you to all the guys that, that are participating, that, that were at the draft. We had a good time. Um, just kind of going back and forth at each other. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, I'm not going to go through a whole bunch of things. I want to wait a week or two and then I'll give some, some clear up, you know, some more clear updates. No, since I'm about people that are one and own, oh, and one, sure. We'll wait till week two, three, four, or something like that and give some, some good updates on that. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm excited about it. Um, we got, man, the, the team names again, let's just run through those. Yeah, let's run through the team. Names. I love the team names. Yeah. The team names are great. So you got fat pack for life. You got sexual chocolate. You got dub mentality ballers. Okay, the elite flacos, which I think is kind of funny. Okay, grape smuggling. All okay, right. dumpster fires. That must be someone from Maryland because um, that's what they do in Maryland when they win a big event. <laughs> just the college fire. kids turn everything on fire. They take a couch and they throw it in the dumpster on fire. Okay, that's their thing. Uh, Dave's Lobos, which we know. Right. Uh, Jeff's great team. Uh, Rhinos, Ryan's, and uh, this one. I think you would like this one. Let me see who this is. If I can pull it up real quick. Oh, it's not giving it to me right off as, as fast as I want it to. Team name Super Burritos. Super Burritos. Super Burritos. That Man, I might like, have a Super Burrito for lunch. <laughs> that sounds like a Taco Bell special. So, All uh, right. Um, yeah, digging that. Um, you know, obviously the waiver wire's been been hot and heavy already. So, you know, there you go. Sweet. We're off and running. Sweet. All right. How'd your DraftKings do, man? I can't sign up, man. I suck. Well, you can't. It's too late. It's too late? Close the league. Everybody's in is in. Oh. I'm out. You're out. Dang so it. it's just me. Oh well. That's okay. Do your thing. I uh, I was horrible. I was 48th this week. Oh jeez. Scored only 98 points. Our winner this week scored 166 points. Wow. Who's our winner? Well, can you, you announce know, yet or not? South Philly grinding won it. South Philly grinding. He uh, he took home that that uh that Clemson patch for uh, uh, Deshaun Watson. Nice. Uh, we're not going to have a prize this week, but okay. uh, I don't want to do a prize every week. I, we got limited resources back there. I don't want to run through them all. That's true. But uh, South Philly Grinding won our first week, and uh, our guys, uh, Buck City Adam from Buck City Breaks, okay, was right behind him. So, really? Yeah, he was. Oh, he was shout right out there. to them. Good deal. So those guys were uh, playing playing some ball. I gotta I gotta step my fantasy DFS game up. So uh, I'm listening to the Fantasy Footballers podcast right now, trying to get all the ins and outs and see what I should be doing. Uh, you know what your problem was? What's that? You didn't ask me anything last week. Yeah, I didn't want to play the Chiefs defense. Whatever, which, man. <laughs> Whatever. Which I should have probably. Probably should have. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I should. I, well, this is where I went wrong personally. I played the Texans defense. Yeah, that's a bad move. And because uh, you know they're playing the Jags, right? Yeah, I wouldn't play anybody on Texas right now, man. That team with all the stuff they're going through right now, they're just so displaced. Yeah, they sure. The they place. surely are. It's, a, it's unfortunate. I don't think that game and maybe even the next two or three games are going to be really representative of the talent 
that they have down there. It's on what they're, what well, they're trying to struggle they're on, with. They're on TV tonight. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's right. Who are they playing tonight? Uh, the Bengals. The Bengals. The Bengals or the Bungles. The yeah. Beng- I was uh, watching. I was watching some football with um, somebody who's not too educated in the ways of the NFL. Okay. And uh, she said, "Who are the Bengals?" Bengals. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'll tell you right now. You know who the fantasy peaks fantasy pick sleeper could be coming up here soon? AJ McCarron. Ah, yeah. Dalton looks awful. He looked awful last week. He's looking awful, and McCarron's a solid starting quarterback. So yeah. there you go. He he looked real bad last week. Um, I love to see the overreaction, both in the card world and in the fantasy world, to David Johnson getting hurt. He's done for half the season, it looks like. So, you know, you can pick him up on the cheap <laughs> right yeah, now. Yeah, you can on the cheap. A lot of people put him on IR. A lot of people just flat out dropped him. They're yeah. like, you know, if it's not a – not a keeper league or a dynasty league or something you sure. just drop them and move on and get somebody sure. else so you know and zeke you know the whole zeke thing you know talk about that for just a second really messed up a lot of people's fantasy drafts because depending on when you when you drafted he was either not playing the first six games or he wasn't playing game two through eight you know and people took him got him in the sixth round and the seventh round the fifth round and now i mean they got a real steal now if he gets to play the rest of the season yeah so that it kind of kind of kind of messed up the the uh the flow there the flow of, of how it was supposed to go yeah so somebody could could really have a, a bomb squad getting zeke later on in the draft so who was your who was your your star last week who who stood out to you fantasy wise fantasy wise um well, i mean obviously the rookies just had a heck of a day yeah you know obviously um we could talk all day about cream hunt talk about dalvin cook talk about gala day um, from the Lions. Um, what stood out to me a little bit was, now he didn't have a ton of yards rushing, but was uh, Gillespie. Gilles, Gilles, Gillespie. Gillespie. Dang, I always say his name wrong. i got to write that down somewhere. Um, you know, having three touchdowns for New England. Uh, obviously, New England didn't play all that well, um, but I think he's going to fill in. I think that's going to be a, a, a staple mm-hmm. for uh, for the Patriots uh, moving forward. I think he's gonna, just going to be the star and um, really just rock it out there. Um, Tyreek Hill came out strong, um, played real well. Um, the Chiefs, the whole Chiefs team played real well. I mean, there's not much to say there. Um, one one minor setback the Chiefs might have is that the Eric Berry injury. Um, yeah, that was definitely a bummer out for yeah. the year. Definitely going to hurt their defense a little bit. Um, so you know, hopefully they got. I don't know who the next man up is, but hopefully he'll uh, he'll take some extra pride in, in who he's filling in for and uh, really perform well for him. I think my star of the week was is uh, the Jacksonville defense. Yes, that's true. Uh, they had 11 sacks. That's that's big. That's that's. More sacks than what some players get in a season. That's true. A career for some people. <laughs> so, That's true. Uh, what's up, Mike Golick? Uh, just <laughs> it's man, they they really stood out to me. Um, but you know, I I like the way fantasy translates into cards. Yeah. Because you can like who who's typically hot in fantasy is you'll see you'll see them be hot in cards as well. And then those sleeper guys like who what's this guy Cohen or. or from oh Tariq Cohen yeah yeah from, like, I don't know what his deal is man I'm still trying to figure pick. it out I guarantee you people were looking for stuff from him this, yeah from a lot this of his cards are like a hundred bucks now yeah it's ridiculous and uh you know he's the second he's a backup running back I mean Jordan Howard's got the show there right uh, I mean I know he did I know Cohen did score and whatnot but so did Jordan he so. had twelve targets out of the backfield yeah it's so it's nuts yeah we'll see it's nuts we'll so see how that's uh, work out. as the as the season progresses there there is going to be some fantasy talk here but we're gonna we're gonna correlate it back to cards yep. and uh that way everybody's happy there you go everybody's happy everybody's happy all right uh you ready for some winners yeah let's do it all right fat patch fat packs chase hashtag 
Fat Packs Chase. This is for our winners from the Clark Toys uh, Madden Chase figures giveaways. Okay. We have we have three figures to give away. We have the Carson Wentz, the uh, Larry Fitzgerald, and the AJ Green. So, Paul, I will let you pick first. Which player do you want to give away? Oh man, let's give away uh, let's give away Wentz. You give away Wentz? Yeah, he had a great game against my skins. Okay. And let me see here. That winner it was Aaron Barry at Aaron Barry eleven. You have won the Carson Wentz uh, figure. Please email me directly, Eric N at Beckett.com. That's E R I C N at Beckett.com to claim your figure. And uh, that's the first one. Okay. You, where you want to go? Uh, Let's go AJ Green, man. He's playing tonight. Let me uh, let me like this one so I can make sure that that one's right. Okay, got go. it, got it, got it. Uh, and we'll mark that down here. Yeah, mark that down. We don't want to have any uh, winner discrepancies. That would be bad. No hanging chads. So that would be bad. All right, so we got three winners right, here. Do we so have other winners to announce after this? Uh, no, not really. No, just these three. Okay. Yeah, just these three. Right, so you. I wrote that down. I marked it. Got it all saved. As I see that my spreadsheet was not saved. Um, he's getting the wince. Where are you going, AJ Green? Yeah, AJ Green's playing tonight. Okay. AJ Green went to. But up, DJ Smiley. Oh, he'll be happy. <laughs> At DJ Smiley, <laughs> 17, you won the AJ Green. Sweet. Please email me at ericn at beckett.com to claim your prize. Now, the third prize. Uh, let's go with um, Larry Fitzgerald. Can we give that one away now? Is that the only choice we have? That's the only choice right, we have. That's the only choice we have. I thought so. But I was just making sure. Just making sure. All right, Larry Fitzgerald, man. Um, now these these are the the chase the chase variants. Yeah. You know they they have the color wash schemes are the regular ones, and then the actual regular jerseys are the chase, which I like how they flipped flop that. They flippied floppied. Logan Walden, you have won the uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Please email me Eric N at Beckett and uh, you can claim your prize there, and we'll get those out to you guys. Perfect. Logan Walden at Logan Walden twenty four. So there's your three winners. Awesome. Guys, you got you to gotta email me the claim. Otherwise, we're going to redraw, redraw them. Yes. Um, and thank you, you to Clark's Toys again for just uh, great taking some time with us. Great interview. Um, great stuff in their offices. And uh, they were generous enough to give us something to, uh, to give to you guys. So check them out. Uh, order from them. They've got some really cool figures coming up, and they're always changing. I feel like they're, I feel like they're just innovators. They're just changing yeah. the world of uh, bobbleheads and McFarlands and just figures in general. Ask, ask too that you guys be patient because uh, we're still waiting for these to get to us because they had to ship them to us. Yeah, so we, we couldn't take them back on a plane because yeah. you guys want them in one piece. Right, so. Exactly. So yes. uh, be patient on be patient on the shipping, please, and we will uh, get those out to you. Also, wanted to mention that we are still in the middle of superhero superhero September. We have given away two cards this week already. Well, there will be a third tomorrow. Uh, go check out the Gleam link that is on our Twitter feed and on our Facebook pe- Facebook pe- Facebook. Page feed. There you go. There you go. Uh, as there's, what are we giving? We're giving away a triple panel, triple panel sketch of the uh, Bad Girls Inc. That's nice. Bad Girls Inc. It's nice. a, there are some cool stuff sitting on your desk. I hope there's that's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. So that's good stuff. I'm excited about that for for the peeps out there who are going to enter this contest and win. That pay, that Peyton List card that we're going to give away. That's going to be our our final grand finale prize. Okay. Uh, that's like a three hundred plus dollar three hundred plus dollar card. So if you guys are sleeping on us, uh, 
with with this. I hope you're not. I hope you're, hope you're getting involved with it so you can get, uh, get in on the goodness. All right, Paul. Any last thoughts? Any parting thoughts? Man, it's never good to ask me for my thoughts. So we'll, <laughs> we'll just end it there before I get going on something. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, we're going to cut out of here. Enjoy the rest of the week. Um, what, what, what do you, you got football going out soon? Yeah. Yeah. I got football. Well, no, the BCSB. Yeah. Yeah. SEM. SEM comes SCM. out next week. So we'll all be busy next week. Yeah. We'll all be busy. Out. And um, yeah, man, we got some, definitely got some price changes to do. Look at these new rookies. And uh, can't wait for week two. Hopefully, we don't have a. Uh, a week two slump. Hope these guys come out. And just keep killing it. That'd be cool. Keep killing it. Keep killing it. Uh, again, next week, Ken Carl is going to be on. Uh, sports artist Ken Carl. He did the uh, the Beckett photo. I'm, I'm sorry, the Beckett cover photo sketches for us at the national. Yep, yep. He's going to be on, but he's got some really good, great stuff. Go check him out at uh, com. See what he's working with. He's got some uh, great offers for you guys on there too. But you can see the cards as well. Check him out there. Then we have another special guest that I'm not going to jinx, but he's doing something big uh, for a young man who deserves it. So um, that's Boom. all. That's all happening next week. Good deal. And don't forget tonight, right? What's tonight? The break. No, that's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow yeah. night's the break. Top shelf breaks. Top shelf break. That's right. Top, tomorrow night because it doesn't. Not yeah, even like, uh, top tomorrow shelf night. breaks. Uh, National Treasures Collegiate Football. Go get a spot before I take the rest of them because that's going to probably happen when I get done editing the show. So I uh, hope you're not listening, Megan. Uh, <laughs> she never listens. She never does. She never um, listens. <laughs> all right, man. That's it. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us uh, this week. Please be blessed. And until next week, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. <laughs>